make it move, Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move in Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed, coming at you with topics Get to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you run a 4-9 flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Yo, 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 what's going on, good people out there in the world? It's your three favorite guys from your favorite podcast, The Three Man Weave. You got your favorite guy, your boy Cannon. With me as always, I got... You got your boy Hill. Hill go Hill regardless, baby. Let's get it. And you got me, AJ. Cannon didn't forget to introduce himself this time. <laughs> he made sure he the favorite guy. <laughs> hey, back said, so, you know, I'm going to get it right this time. Uh, hey, and I was thinking about that all week, too. So you got me, AJ. He was you a fair practicer. <laughs> the three favorite guys. Me, <laughs> Cannon. No, 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 that don't sound right. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Y'all funny, man. Hey, but you know, you can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave. We're on Facebook, Three Man Weave. Instagram, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's February 18th, 6.15. We legal, baby. Let's get it. We legal. Episode 21. Oh, I, oh, oh, the balls went over my head. Went over my head. Legal, oh, baby. Man. Episode well, 21. So, what y'all want to do to start it off, man? We grown out here. We've been doing our podcasting <laughs> thing for a while. How y'all want to set it off this week for the people? Presidente. Oh, man. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. Can we get rid of the dunk contest like the Pro Bowl? Can we get rid of the... Oh, we starting off like this. Oh, let's get it. Wow. But I ain't going to say we need to get rid of it. It's just, man, it's lost its... It's lost its... Lost mm -hmm. it, man. Like, I think they need... Like, if they can have a celebrity all-star game, I think what they need to do is have some of these YouTube dunkers come in and compete. Yeah, they should. With the with the with the the NBA players or something because I mean my man he tried to jump over playing kick the whole uh, <laughs> the whole wing off like dog what are you doing he ain't getting no ups on that looking looking like Amelia Earhart and went down like something in Final Destination like come on dog like it it just be too much like I mean I know they gotta you know pull out all the theatrics because I mean it's only certain things that are humanly possible yeah when it comes to Duncan. But some of these, like, just dudes who, like the science teacher dude, like, hey, he, <laughs> he, he, could, he could do some freaky stuff on these dunks, so give him a shot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, definitely. Something. And if, I feel like if you, could, if you can beat an NBA player, you should, like, get, like, $10,000 or something. Like, make, it, make an incentive or something. You know? All right, so do you watch that um, little dunk contest they got with a compilation of the YouTube dunkers on TNT? Do you watch that? Mm-hmm. 
Are you in, you intrigued by that? You like that? I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's not like it's something um, to do. I think it, I think it, I think it's better than the All Star Dunk Contest. But I definitely watch that. But I'm saying, are you definitely intrigued by watching that? Like you, you lit. I mean, because I, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I want you. No, I want you to answer that. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. See, okay. <laughs> thank you, thank but, you. But but my thing is. I'm really not intrigued by the NBA dunk contest. That's what I'm pointing. Like, at least, you know, I could be like, oh, it's one of these dudes, they didn't beat a, a NBA player or something like that. You know what I mean? And now it's just like some of, like, the the stars aren't in it. At least. That's what I was. That's my like, point that I'm going to get to. Okay. Like, Jordan did the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Like, when you had Jordan and, you know, Dominique and stuff like that. I, st- I still like that VHS of you know that dunk contest yeah, and the I one with that one too and the yeah. one like and Spud Webb like I I, I had them growing up mm-hmm. and it's just like at least you see like the stars and stuff like that mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. It, it's like okay I want to see what the stars can do but I I just don't see see them happening see I don't happening. think I don't think the stars is really gonna bring y'all to it. Cause if y'all seen the stars do it and they was trash as well, y'all would still be disappointed in the dunk contest. I think y'all would be, y'all just want to see good dunks. I don't think you care who really it is. Think about it. When Jason Richardson won it, he's a good player though. But and but he dunker. not the star. He was never a star. But we'll take that. We not even getting. It's, we that's, not even that's getting my point. That that's my point. You would take that. Yeah. When 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 Zach Levine was in it. Yes. He's not a star. He's but, not, but he's legitimate. But he executed. Mm-hmm. They executed their dunks. So I don't. I'm not really hyped to see the stars do it. I just want to see execution from these dunks. And I, I kind of like your point, your your suggestion, AJ, with the YouTube dunkers because we seeing them do a lot of amazing things. Yes, they need to be brought in, and they need to be coaches. Yeah, or something. You need to be uh, consultants or something. Got, got, got to give them some. They should be consultants. Okay, boom. We got the contestants. Okay, here go the contestants. Boom. We get each each top YouTube dunk or whatever. Y'all get a person. Yeah. And let's consult. Because be y'all nice. need help with y'all creativity. Wait, they need to hire us then. Because you got the ideas. We ready. Hey, podcast.3.weave <laughs> 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 at Gmail. We ready, baby. And we cheat. So look. <laughs> Better get it for that price to go up. Here's here's my take on the dunk contest. I'll take a little bit from what you said, Hill, and mm-hmm. a little bit from what AJ said. I do think star power is missing. And like you said, the, exe- the execution is the most key part of the dunk. But I think if you bring in some stars, the execution will automatically be there because that's what makes the stars stars is the fact that they execute better than these randoms. Now, I'm fine with their being lesser people than superstars. Mm. I'm fine with there being a Jason Richardson-type player. The last marquee matchup that we had in the dunk contest, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was Dwight Howard and Nate Robinson. Those are the last time that two players were starters on their team and and, and making a dent on their team. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Now, if, I, if I argue that, that'd be nitpicking. We're we seeing bench players and players that don't get no clock at all in the dunk contest. And kids, that's really what All-Star Weekend is for. They don't even know. You know, I work with kids. Yeah. I, they, they don't know who Hami is, bro. That's their first time seeing him yeah. was, was yesterday. And when we were young, we got to see the people that we love the most 
do the dunk contest. You see that's what true. I'm saying? And that's where I think even if they don't do as well with the dunks, just having the star power there would make it better. Of course, I'm with you on the execution. And then I'm also with you on the idea of bringing a YouTuber in, letting them consult, letting them coach, and even, hey, let take the top YouTubers and let one of them compete. I'm with it all. But it got to get better because yeah. the second round was the only interesting round to me this year, and that was the round where uh, Bridges, uh, Dennis Smith, and Hami all put up a 50. But other than that, it was trash. And I'm telling you, if they keep letting these dudes like continuously keep missing, mm-hmm. nah, get you up out of here, bro. Yeah. Like, hey, nah, yeah, we good. Man. We good. All I know is next year, if Zion and John Morant Murray ain't in it, I ain't really watching it. For real. Oh, they, they better <laughs> they, be in it. They, they, they should they bring it better back. Be in. The marquee players coming back, because I want to see that one. But like, we already know for a fact Zion ain't going to be in there unless – Less he he might not because people like that's just the thing. People do it in college. They come to the league and then they don't. Hey, if he don't do it, I've lost all hope. Hey, hey, he, if, he I'm, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm Adam Silver, as soon as he shake yeah, my hand, I'm like, hey, mandatory. Start <laughs> start practicing these dunks this All Star weekend. We need you now. Yeah, Man, we just, we good. See, we was begging. Everybody used to be begging for Braun to do it. Me personally, he he's not creative. Like he's not. He just a power dunker. He's athletic, mm-hmm. but. I never had um, hope for him to be creative and, you know what I'm saying? So I never was hyped to ever see him. But, but see, my thing Zion? is, what, what I will say about Braun being a power dunker, he has that ability. And then, so, like, sometimes, like, those power dunks, that gives you extra point because it makes it look like, all right, you finished. Like, you finished. Like, I feel like power dunkers and shorter, like, shorter uh, dunkers, yeah, they kind of get an advantage sure. because it's like, like the shorter dunkers, it makes it look crazy because they in the air so long. Mm-hmm. Power dunkers, you, like it, it, it just make it look mean. Like when Blake Griffin, when he was doing it, when you know Aaron yeah. Gordon and stuff. Like yes, he, he had creativity. Yeah, he was create, he was creative, but he he can jump and like especially like young Bron, like first Cleveland yeah. and Miami Bron. Remember when he would be on them fast breaks and he come like he do that tomahawk, his head be above the rim. <laughs> Like, old Bron, you know, the knees ain't working like they used to, so he ain't up as high, but he still get up. But, like, I feel like that Bron, like, he can, like, he can do certain things. Like, I feel like Bron, he, he can do the normal, you know, take off from the free throw line. He can, you know, you know, oop to himself and, you know, do a little something. Yeah. And he has the power to actually. Yeah, he hasn't even tried. He has, he has the power to get that wow factor. And at the end of the day, it's Bron, so people are always going to hype it. That's what I'm doing. I was a little fictitious, like. I know if he was in there, I'd have been hyped to be seeing it, but I just didn't have any faith in his creativity. That's can, all I'm saying. Can we, I definitely would have been hyped, though. Can we blame him? Because he yeah. is the first marquee athlete that had the premier dunking ability that chose to never participate. Yeah, it, we, we, it should have been mandatory. He they set that trend. The commissioner should have said, hey, look, yo, either your first three, out of your first three years, you should have done it. We need one of those. I ain't saying he got to be in there every year, but you got to put your name in, like you got a like the services, it, man. Your first three years, yeah. You, oh, it's mandatory, brother. You it's the like, king. It's like re- registering for the army once you turn eighteen. Huh? Facts, facts. Especially you a known dunker. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's mandatory. You'll get a bonus if, if if you need some incentive just to do it. Okay, I'll give you a bonus. Cause we gonna get that back on the back end easily. <laughs> yeah, this is. Plenty. Yeah, I'm good on that. Why are we still on the All Star game though? Do we do we enjoy the All? I I always enjoyed the yeah, All Star game. I'm I sorry, did. I, I, I no, I enjoyed it, yeah. man. Like it's 
I know it's like a, a glorified pickup game, but the oops in that game, like oh my goodness, you know man. what I'm saying? The one that Steph Curry missed would have been the greatest oop of all time, man. But the oop that he threw to yeah, Giannis, I mean, Giannis. That, was t- that was the second best oop. I'm of like, bro, like <laughs> I, I I swore that bounce was was horrible, and then it was right Giannis looked like Giannis came MJ out there looking like, like George Boy, Boy, Space Jam. It's like he just waited in the air. He caught it, but he just hesitated for one second to let you know that I have turbo turbo boosters, <laughs> and I just slammed it home. Like I gotta stop hating on Giannis, man. He's come. <laughs> Wait, why, why would you ever hate on Giannis? Bro, you know there has been no logic. Don't don't sit up there and act like there's been a logical reason. I just really don't like the Bucks. I don't really like the Greek Freak. There's there's been no legitimate reason, but I'm he's starting to come around to me, man. Hey, five, hey, earn it. You gotta earn it. Yeah, he's earning it. But <laughs> you know, like to say the oops, like, the oops, and then shoot, Steph oop at the end. Even though they lost, I'm yeah, surprised. I'm like, yeah. oh, Steph, Steph, Steph was here. But when Dame got hot. Mm-hmm. I, it's always that one player that Kawhi, get hot. When Kawhi got hot, I, it was funny when Dame got hot because his his counterpart yeah. was Kyle Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you think you were? <laughs> and you know what? AJ, when you speak oh, to people getting hot oh, real quick, I owe Middleton an apology, man. Because I'm like, why would you even pick this man, Greek freak? But Lord, he knew. Yeah. He knew what the world did not know. He's like, we got our coach. I just need my guy. And he was finding him, hit him for three back-to-back. And right after that, he called. Ain't, Mid- ain't, Middle- ain't Middleton in a contract here? Mm-hmm. He's showing off. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why That's why he picked him. He's like, hey, bro, please stay. Please stay. Yeah, that we is, hey, recruiting. Hey, he's Everybody smart. been recruiting. Hey, he's smart. That, that was definitely smart. But yep. they- Son, that, that picture on Instagram with AD and LeBron, <laughs> dog, if that's, that's not – <laughs> He's looking at him like, you know, what's happening. come on, <laughs> I got you. Hey, but hey, you know, All Star Weekend was definitely good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, I'm never really only the dunk contest always soon is like let you down. But other than that, skills challenge was the skills yeah, challenge. Yeah, three point contest. Even that though was I don't know, this year. I don't know who won. Who Joe Harris? Joe Harris won, man, and he let it fly, bro. He cooked up, bro. Let it fly. Who he, is Joe he Harris? Dropped twenty five. In the first round, and he dropped 26 in the last round to beat stuff. So it's like, bro, if you can consistently hit 25 and 26 in that, you earned it this year. And I'm talking about Steph. Steph was on flames in the yeah. final round. So to beat a Steph Curry that, yeah. on flames, you earned it this year, Joe Harris. I had to take my hat off. Earn my respect. I just don't understand how Steph can shoot this good. Like, I really it's don't. It's unbelievable, bro. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like, like it's like, yeah, the three point. Are you noticing like three point contests? Like, yo, this dude can really shoot. Cause like, like when you watch him in games, it'd be like, it'd be like he go like eight shots without hitting the rim. I'm like, how do you do this? Yeah, hey, how do you do this? Yeah. And it's just like off, like off the dribble, straight pull up anywhere, and then he can still get to the rack. I'm like, yo, and he getting stronger too, man. The rest of his yeah. game is just. I looked at him the other day. It's like. He's bulky. Oh my gosh! Like Steph, you getting a little diesel. Plus his dribbling has just gotten better and better every year since he's been in the league. You know, he's just—he the greatest shooter of all time. All I time. I ain't got a yeah. Absolutely. That may be like not debatable. Like y'all, we debating on who the who two through five, but yeah. we know who number one is. Who would you give to, Larry Bird or Ray Allen? To, mm, I would. I'm gonna give it to Ray. I'm giving it to Ray also. I'm giving it to Ray because once again, at the early part of Ray's career, 
he he was giving you all that off the dribble dribbling and yeah. he won't just a spot up. And then when he as he got older, he was more coming off them screens and instant microwave. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was he instant microwave. But Bird Larry, was Bird was yeah, giving you all that yeah. early too now. Off the dribble I, and defense and dunks too. But you know, injuries took took a toll on Bird. Back when I was, it was late more. in his career, so so hey, Larry. Go ahead. I, I hate Larry Bird. I'm going Ray Allen. Well, but he, even even with the hate, he still yeah. You so give uh, us a reason though, instead of just nope. That's like Giannis. I just hate like, him. I'm about to say it better. Just be like, <laughs> nope, so, I just hate him. Is Clay is Clay uh, in y'all top five all time? Shooters. Yep. I have yeah. to think. I have to sit down and think about it. I I can't say right now. I can I can I hold back from that? Of course, if you on the, nope. on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll let you go, but. Yeah, he's in my top five. I'm not about to make no list. Yeah, he might be number five now that I think about it. Because I got Reggie. Okay. I got Reggie you, in there. You said you have Reggie in there like I was going to say, no, you. how dare you put him in because there. That's a strong debate of who's four and five. Or I mean, who's yeah, three, four, five. Yeah, where you put him at, but he's in there for sure. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Might have to, might might to put a list together. I had to get that list together. I ain't participating. You know how I feel <laughs> about lists. <laughs> what y'all got, man? So that was All Star Weekend. Uh, 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 just a huge success by the NBA. I want to say that they always get it. They know yes. who their constituents are, their their biggest fans and following, the percentage and who that is, and they pick people to represent that well. Um, and you just see that by the performance that they had at all time at the All Star uh, Weekend. I just wanted to shout them out for that because. A lot of other leagues miss it. The NFL. NFL. How about I say, yeah, don't even, we ain't about to sugarcoat it. Yeah, NFL miss it. Miss it. Like, yes, we know who we talking about. NFL. They trash. They suck at this. I'm not, but we not, see, we not even being overly biased with the NBA because they've had other alternative performers. Yes, they there, have. And they rocked it. Yes, they have. Like, they, but like you said, they just consistently get it right. Yeah. Like, Whoever they get to perform, the performance is good. It's a good common blend. They it got resonates with the crowd, and it, and it just hit. They were in Charlotte. Guess what they did? They got a North Carolina act to <laughs> perform. They did. No, they did, bro. And that was smart. I thought about that. Like, it was so smart, bro. It, bro, it's not rocket science. You in Atlanta for the Super Bowl? Where Maroon Five from? <laughs> <laughs> like probably California, somewhere, somewhere <laughs> nowhere near Atlanta, Georgia. They, no way, nothing, but nothing, that's no way. why they brought out Big Boy. That's what that was for. Bro, he drove to the 50 <laughs> and went home. <laughs> he, 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 like, oh, dang, I, mean, I, I parked my car in the wrong spot. My bad, y'all. <laughs> All right. Like, but, so, so, but, but even, let's think about it. Next year, they in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We know for a fact they ain't about to have Chief Keith. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Or whoever. No, 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 baby. No, none of that. None of that. But I guarantee they go, it's going to be right. The performance still going to be the Chance the Rapper. Everybody gonna loves Chance the Rapper. Everybody they're going to have Chance. The NBA is big on kids, man. Hey, we already called it. That's 14. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to have Chance, then you might as well just fly us out there, too. Because come on now. We setting it up for y'all. It's on a silver platter. But even if they don't have Chance, I'm guaranteed the backup plan is going to be legit. It's it's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. I think they making it hard. Like, it's just so simple. Are they making it hard or is... Or they don't care. They don't. They don't care. 
The, like, NFL, the like, NFL don't care. Let's go ahead. No, absolutely. They've, they've proven that to us over and over and over again. Like, it, it, it makes sense. I mean. Perfect segue. They don't have, they don't have to. Oh, we got a perfect segue. Perfect segue. Okay, and so. Like, I want to just first ask y'all's take on the NFL versus Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed, the settlement um, for the collusion grievances. Um, I want to listen to your take. And then your take, AJ. Um, and then I want to give my take. So which who would like to go first? Go ahead, Hill. Okay, I get to go. Um, first and foremost, I want to commend them fellas for standing on their morals, not folding, standing firm to what they believe in. And I'm going to call it a win. Most people, you know, say they settled. You know, they, they don't want to call it. They call it a draw. I'm going to call it a win because you end up getting – especially for Eric Reed, you end up still getting a contract extension mm-hmm. and you still won your case. Yeah. I'm a, like I said, once again, I'm going to call it a win. So it's all positive for you on that end. Colin, uh, this is not negative for you. I'm not going to necessarily call it a, uh, I'm not going to call it a, a full out win for you, but it's definitely a positive sign for you moving forward. And now on this part, now, now it's on to the second part. The case is done. It's on for what's next. Because if nothing comes out of it next for me, for, for Cap, then essentially you still might have lost in the long run if, if your intentions are to still play in the NFL, which I don't know that. So what I want from him, I want to hear from him. I don't want to hear from your friend. I don't want to hear from your constituents, the people, your supporters. I don't want to hear from your lawyer. I want to actually hear from him. What does he do next? And that's my take on it, my short take on it right there. What you got, AJ? I feel like it's a win for both because, like you said, Eric Reed, he got that contract extension. Cap, he stood on like he, he stood his ground. He dug his feet in the sand. He went he went to war with the owners. Mm-hmm. He, went to, he went to war with the league. And – they pockets, they money long, and to and to really, you know, to dig your heels in the in the ground and really, you know, you know, fight back. I mean, of course, to me, he, to me, he won. You got them to settle. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think that the the league was going to just be like, okay, and outright come out and say, yes, we are colluding against you. That's not going to happen. But that's why I feel like they had this confidentiality agreement where it's like, hey, yeah, we're trying to keep your ass out, but. Please, you can't tell nobody. Are we gonna sue you back? Again. You know what I mean, so I feel like, and to kind of talk about what Hill said, I won't consider it a half win or whatever, just because I don't like. I don't care. Like, I don't like if Cap doesn't play it again, even if he like, even if he wanted to. It's been three years. I mean, at the end of the day, like he he he's going to, he's going to go down in history for something way much bigger than football. Yeah, and. The first one is always the one that, you know, gets cast aside. That's just like when we're talking about Ray Rice and they, you know, we're trying to make an example of him, they cast him to the side. And so it's just like when you're the first one, you're going to get you're going to bear the brunt of that. And that's what he's doing with this. And that's like that's why there's been other players who protest and they still get jobs. They still go to other teams. They've been free agents and still get signed. That's why, um, you know, Eric Reed was able to do that and stuff like that. And. 
So even if his lawyer comes out and says it, you know what? I I, I feel you, Cap. Like I wouldn't say nothing because at the end of the day, you know, middle finger to you. Like if if y'all going if y'all like y'all need quarterbacks and y'all willing to go and get Tom Savage and call Jay Cutler and and all these other people to see if they're available, and you know I'm sitting out here. Hey, I ain't even worried because. One like one team that I feel can actually use Cap and they can't bring out the excuses that he doesn't fit the system is the team that just signed Eric Reed to an extension. Because if Cam Newton misses all of 2019, you you gonna need a quarterback because Taylor Heineke, I'm not trying to go into the season with him. Who? Oh. <laughs> exactly. And so that, like to me, that's like if y'all can bring in Eric Reed, why can't y'all bring in Cap? At least, you know, kick the tires and see what's up. Only, if, I mean, before before Cannon go, only if Cam is severely hurt. I'm not I bringing mean, him. I'm not bringing him in to be to be a backup for but, for, for but Cam. If if they talk about Cam missing the entire season, yeah, well, then I'm with it. I forgot about Cam and Cap's history. No, nah, not not even. I'm not even going. No, go, but I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm going there. That'd I know, kind of... but I'm not even going that deep because I feel like if I have any. If I have a viable starter, even if I have a, let's say, let's say, okay, the Bengals. Even if I have Andy Dalton as my starting quarterback, I'm not bringing Cap in. I'm not bringing that attention to the yeah. psyche of my quarterback. I understand what you're saying. But if I got uh, one of these, I, that, track, if I if I'm the Jags, like you know, if I if I need a quarterback, I'm calling them ASAP, bro. bro if I'm the Jags, I'm bringing in anybody that I could pay. Yeah, I'm not thinking about Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah, that's that's but. Right. But see, this, this that's is my about point. That's, only, that's my you know, personal You know what they, they always say? You're only as good as your backup quarterback. Because I don't believe that at all. Like, what can happen? And so, I mean, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. But to me, if your quarterback, like, you're supposed to, like, if your quarterback, you know, I know you're saying you, you don't want to mess up with the psyche and stuff like that. But we also know how quick windows can close in football. So, yeah. If if you got the window, you kind of got to shoot for it now. So just saying, oh, we're just going to kind of, you know, chalk this season up as an L and, and we go after it next year, you never know what can happen. You might not miss – you like you might come in with the same exact team and still miss the playoffs. But that's that's just a different – that's a, a philosophical differences that we have because my philosophy, if the backup come in, we in trouble anyway. I don't care who the backup is. Like I'm, I'm not. I've but, never been hyped about. I mean, of course you want a solid backup, but definitely. I definitely feel if the backup coming in, you in trouble. It's the reason why he the backup. <laughs> but well, you know what I'm saying? That's just. But I mean, if you see, if you have a solid backup, and then you might not be in trouble. You, you might end up like the Eagles. Yeah. I yeah I'm that. So really quick, um, not contesting that. Let me give y'all my take on the uh, Kaepernick and Eric Reed situation. Um, I want to say this up front. I feel two ways on this, if that's possible, um, and if people respect that. And if not, you know what? I don't care. You know what? This is my take. Um, first off, I want to say that I feel like Cap and Eric Reed are pioneers. Okay. I feel that Eric Reed, more so than Cap, even though Cap started this thing, I feel like Eric Reed because he was able to – Told that fine line that Cap was not able to tow. He was able to play football this year, still have the grievance, uh, still be able to settle out and still get a contract extension. And to still me, protest. To me, that is whew, that's 
that's the American dream, to be able to stand up for what you believe in and not have to be penalized for doing that. He was able to do that. But I think they both are pioneers because they first stood up and fought a system and did not lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say and chose the phrase do not lose due to the fact of the confidentiality of the settlement. We don't know based off the confidentiality um, if they won or not, technically. Now, I'm assuming that they did win because uh, just based off my knowledge, when normally when a major corporation um, settles and their, their case or their grievances against an individual or a consumer or somebody like that, nine times out of ten when they settle, they're the ones who made the compromise. So I believe that the NFL did make the biggest compromise in this grievance. Um, And I believe that the one contingent that the NFL had about this compromise is that the uh, agreement remains confidential because, like AJ said, we, we all know that the NFL hates more than anybody admitting when they got it wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because they get it wrong a lot. Plenty of um, time. Case in point um, for them not wanting to admit when they were wrong is the Saints and Rams game. We don't even have to look back far. I mean, we just look back right to this year's playoffs. Um, and my second feeling about this situation is just a, a feeling of understanding for people who – chose to participate or support or invest into this movement, some of them have had gripes and kind of feel a certain way. They feel like Cap led them all the way to the promised land and he got in, but they didn't get in because he know what the settlement is and, and they don't they don't really know if they won. And I understand that because not me personally, but I know some people who was really touched by this movement and who boycotted football, you know, or who who just chose to, you know, take a stand and, and, and join in on this. And and for me personally, had I taken a stand and gave up football, I I I would feel like I wanna know what the terms of the settlement was. And so I just understand. I'm not saying that I agree with that or that it's right. Yeah. I just understand that. Um, and so I think my, my two feelings are, one, that I think that Captain and Eric Reed are pioneers. And mm-hmm. my second feeling is just one of understanding coming from the people who invested. Not the people who just sat back and talked, but the people who actually really either boycotted, who sent Cap money, or, you, you feel me, the real people who invested. I think in that point, your second point, it goes into what you told me before. The NFL is a private business, mm-hmm. so in my in my when with them being a private, they have their own rules. Yeah, definitely. So how could they how could they lose this collusion case? Cause they could basically say, yeah, we didn't want you in here. This is our this is our league. You don't. It's a it's still a privilege to play in the NFL. They don't want to publicly say that because if you publicly of course they collude, don't. Now you leave in because you. Yes, you are a private industry, but if you publicly say that we're colluding in our industry, you open up for regulation from the federal government, and nobody wants that. I'm not saying they were going to be dumb enough to say it, but if they but if they took that stand, they are private entity, yeah, and yeah, they and they could have done it. Yeah. So the fact that they settled, you should be on a it, positive mindset, yeah, thinking like absolutely, it's got to be big money. Stand. I'm with you on that point. Go ahead, I, like took, I was just saying, I mean, like you said, like they could take that stance, but I feel like 
they did take that stance because, I mean, like I said, we've seen the caliber of quarterbacks that were getting calls, you know, even when Kaepernick was first, yeah. you know, out the league and stuff like that. So it's just like, yeah, um, this got collusion written all over it. Clearly. But it's also, I mean, but without any, I don't know what evidence they found, if they were able to go through any emails and whatnot, but it's just like, you know, some people, they, you know, they can still believe racism don't exist because you can't, it's not tangible. You can't see it. You can't really prove it. So it's just like, all right, I mean, you think that we're doing that. That's your opinion. But no, we just feel like he's not good enough. You know what I mean? And I've seen some quarterbacks that I'm like, hey, bro, like if y'all willing to give him a shot, I know y'all got to be wanting to give him. Like, they could have, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they could have played the game way better than this. Like you said, they don't but see, care. Hell. I feel like where 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 the NFL really messed up, him, where the NFL messed up is by keeping him out of the league, because by keeping him out of the league, it really gave people more of the fight. It gave them like once we start seeing people in the like, because I guarantee, because remember when Cap first started uh, protesting, nobody even knew. Mm-hmm. Like nobody even knew. Marshawn Lynch didn't ever stand. Nobody even cared. And it's just like once he started getting, the, you know, the 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 media attention, it actually only happened for a while. And then once he was out of the league, that's when it kind of started kicking back up because people were like, Kaepernick should be in the league easily. So it started it started picking it back up and giving it more steam. So I just personally feel like the NFL really did it completely wrong because oh, as as you've seen, um, we as a people. Don't really stick to certain stuff. Like, so I feel like if, you know, had they let um, Cat back in the league, I guarantee you he would still, he would probably still be protesting. But reporters not going to ask him no more questions because yeah. after a while, they're going to keep, like, they he's going to give you don't. the same, they're going to they gonna give you the same answer. Yep. And then who knows, like, if, 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 if the 49ers are trash, you can get him out the league because you can say, oh, the team is trash and, like, it's our quarterback's fault. You have other ways to get him out of the league. I just feel like the NFL was dumb enough to continue, <laughs> like, what you did is put him, like you like you made him a martyr like you yeah. like you made him into a like you made him into a, a legend because what he was doing was honorable he never you know acquiesced and said you know what I'm going to uh, you know do whatever you know and you know shuck and jive and get you know do what I can now he stood he stood he stood tall and the NFL was just like you know what forget you like. They wasn't prepared. I, that, that, was, that was dumb. They wasn't and, prepared at all. They could have just they could have brought him in for workouts and just lied and just say, "Hey, he's trash." You lied. <laughs> but they could have they could have easily brought him for workouts and say, "Hey, that workout was the worst workout I've ever seen." Like they've done it before. You know why they did it? Because in a good old boys club, if you circumvent it that way, you you throwing a brick and high in your hand. They like. They go back into their small circles and say, you let this guy, you you just didn't put him on front street. You brought him in for a workout and act like he was really trash. Just tell them that we don't want that SOB on the field. <laughs> like Trump said, like real people who feel like that, the good old boys club, it pains them to hide how they feel. So it's like, they that's why the NFL has been traditionally the way that they have been because they have a lot of good old boys in it. You know, and I hate having to, Phrase it that way and use that term, but you know, reality is reality, and and I can't sugarcoat it. They have been that way, and because they know that they're in a position of power, they just don't care how we feel about it. Because 
they're a private entity. There's not much that we can do but complain. And they know the fact that most of us are going to complain but still support their product. Even if it's not directly, we're going to do it indirectly because a lot of us, unfortunately, have not done the research on how to boycott something properly. Facts. You so how how quick you think them uh, AAF teams hung up the phone when Cap said, I want $20 million to play? There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Cause that was a perfect segue. That was, that was my per- topic. This is a perfect but segue. If you sit there and you believe that Cap said, it, give me $20 million in the AFF, then – what, what what you were selling last week? Some swamp land in New York? Is that what you were selling last <laughs> said, week? Yeah. Oh, oh, you can double that. You can double that. Come on, bro. Like if cap twenty million, twenty million for 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 the G League. That's basically that's basically Cap saying like, come on, bro, don't disrespect me. You see these court like, bro, Nathan Peter Nathan said. Peterman and Logan Woodside is in <laughs> that league. Like, bro, don't call me. Don't call me. I never believed that he said, "Hey, give me twenty million." I I don't even believe that he they even talked to him. Like, I don't believe. I believe this was just a, a narrative based thing. To, I think so. Yeah, I agree with I'm you not believing that. that one bit. That's not even realistic. Like twenty million. If you could get twenty million there, you can get league minimum in the. You can get plus. You can get thirty million right. here. You can be the highest paid quarterback of all time. You can get twenty million in this in a in a league that's not the top league. Please don't believe that. Please no, don't believe I, that, y'all. I, what I'm saying is, no, we're not I, saying that you're saying it. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I was looking at the people. Yeah, the, people, that's the narrative. Please don't believe that. He ain't say that. He ain't say that. I'm going out on a limb and just saying that he ain't say that. I ain't talked to him. But like you said, Hill, I feel like this was a perfect segue. Right now, we're yeah. talking about the AAF. Yes, sir. Which stands for the Alliance of American Football. Now, I just want to take a, a few moments because I, I want to explain to our viewers who the AAF is. Um, now, the AAF is, was started by two people, uh, Charlie Ebersol and Bill Polian. Um, if you don't know who Charlie Ebersol is, he is a famous film producer and director. Um, he is famous uh, for producing um, the USA Network, um, and one of his famous shows that he's produced and directed is The Prophet. Um, Bill Polian is a football genius whose resume precedes him, and I shouldn't even have to go into it if you're watching the show. You should pretty much know who Bill Polian is. His resume speaks for himself. Now, what you have right there, in my opinion, is the perfect marriage of TV business and football business. Mm-hmm. And you put those two things together to bring the consumer, you and I and our viewers, a free product. And y'all know I love free products. Shout out to Golden Boy, shout out to PBC Boxing, shout out to Al Heyman, and shout out to The Zone. Now, here is what I've found out are the perks of the AAF. Mm-hmm. Now, the AAF occurs during the NFL offseason. So that's one perk right there. Now we as the casual fan get more football. Um, and this is actually real football. This ain't arena. So to me, that's a perk. Um, second perk, we get coaches with real experience. Um, for example, Mike Martz is a coach. Dennis Erickson, Steve Spurrier, and also Mike Singletary. So you got people who are the real deal in football. Um you got people with real commentary experience, people who actually played the game. You got Maurice Jones-Drew, 
Rob Woodson, you got Terrell Davis, you have Marvin Lewis, one of AJ's favorite guys. Um, you get a decent talent pool and a second chance talent pool for both chill, chill AJ NFL players whose careers may have not panned out the way that they wanted it to, and for college players who also their careers may not have panned out the way that they wanted to. They get a second opportunity to put their skills on display for the NFL. And we in America, we're supposed to be the land of second chance and mm -hmm. opportunities. Um, and here's just a breakdown, overall breakdown of the league. There's eight teams, two conferences, East and West. There's 52 players on the roster. There's no extra points, so you have to go for the two-point conversion. Defense can only rush five. That's if you decide to blitz. There's no kickoffs, um, but there are punts. The officiating crew has a ninth member, which I think is really, really important, mm -hmm. called the Sky Judge. They review every play, and they can – overturn any messed up call by the referee. Um, there's there's a four-team playoff where the two top teams from each conference make it. Um, it's a 10-week season. And I'm sold, man, because every year I get depressed at the end of the year because there's no more football. And now we're getting to see, like, Trent Richardson is in this league, Christian Hackenberg. Like, there's some people and some mm -hmm. talent where we could see some decent football in the offseason. Let me, let, me, let me go before you go, AJ. Um. Yeah, we. I was going to touch on that last week, and I like sometimes when we miss a topic, it gives us more time to build the content. Cause I definitely won't go say none of that you had right uh -huh. there. <laughs> That's just one. But um, we had. I I actually watched the game. I watched a couple games. Mm -hmm. Me too. And you know, I'm a football fan. I like what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. But Eddie, let's let's be honest. It's it's like a glorified preseason game, bro. But I can understand what you're saying. But with the rules that they have, with the, the subtle changes that they have, mm -hmm. I believe that the NFL has an opportunity yes. to utilize this league Thank you. as a developmental league. Thank you. Hey, and, I didn't have to say it. Go ahead, just because the XFL is still trying to come. Go ahead and nip that in the bud. Nip it. Go ahead and embrace the AFL mm -hmm. and utilize because they end, they end before OTAs. Yeah. So this will give you another another. They, like I you, said, they did. They that work on in purpose. the conjunction. They work in the conjunction with your season. Yes. You get more time to scout some of these players mm -hmm. that was on practice squads. That was because there's a lot of I I know it's a lot of notable Cowboys that's playing in this league. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I remember him. I know him. I know him. There's, there's some people that we know. It's, in this it's league. plenty notable names. Yeah. And it's it's time to go. You get a second chance. It's time to utilize this as mm -hmm. a good developmental league. I think I agree with that one hundred percent. Hill, it's time to go hit it spearheaded, and 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 like some like the sky judge, see if it works. Yeah, if it works, oh NFL time, let's get it. Let's mm -hmm. let's try some of these things out with lesser talent before we get to the big leagues. Like let's let's spearhead this thing right here. Mm -hmm. This is a perfect opportunity for the NFL and the AFL to, to coexist and to flourish. You can go ahead, AJ. All right. Uh -oh. So if this if this league is not used as basically a minor league or developmental league for the NFL, I hate everything about this league. I'm not gonna watch the games. <laughs> I've watched I've watched games before, and I love football, but I do not love football enough to sit there and watch terrible football. Like you said, it's glorified preseason games, and we've seen Trent Richardson in the NFL. We've seen what Nathan Peterman did in the NFL. I'm not about to watch a whole season of Nathan Peterman throwing the ball into the dirt. 
no sir. Like, yes, they, like, there, there is some players who can get to this league. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they got into some legal trouble and this is their way back in. But just as an as a entity, as, as a standalone, man, I don't care about this league. And, like, even, you know, like, if, if you use it as a developmental league, I do like them, you know, using this league as something to, you know, try out uh, new rules in first and uh, stuff like that. But if you use this as a minor league for the players, this is terrible for those players because I believe they're on non-guaranteed contracts. So what happens if a player goes, you know, gets cut, you know, goes through the the AAF season, right to OTAs, he gets picked up by another team, goes to OTAs, plays that whole entire season, and then goes to the, you know, the regular season of the NFL. Like, is that enough for your body to recover from an NFL game? That's also, you know, that's also going to hurt you in the long run and take down your, you know, possibility of actually, you know, being a a, a productive player in the NFL because, yo, you doing car crashes every week just in the NFL. So you go into that and you about to play some more football with bad players that are trying to make a name for themselves too. That's really how people get hurt trying to, you know, play some you know some some actual football with people who who ain't good hey let me let me interject for you because i want to stop you from that point but they're already fringe players anyway so they're yeah. doing what they gotta do to try to get to the I, league I, so i 100 understand that it's a gamble bro so you have to take, this risk. You, gotta take you might have to take that risk if you want to get to the next level oh yeah. no, no no i i understand from okay. their standpoint okay. i'm just saying personally that's why i hate it like Okay. First off, it's bad football, and I understand foot like fifty three spots on the NFL roster of how an NFL roster is comprised is not a, a whole lot, which is understandable. But they got what fifty three roster spots on the AAF team. It, it, it's one. Let me just say one thing. It's not that bad of football. It it to me, oh, it, it is the best football other than the NFL that I've ever seen. That wasn't college. Oh, but when yeah. you talk oh, about I was about to be like, CFL, what? I was looking that, at a pretty XFL, <laughs> the USL, every everybody oh, that's yeah. tried to do it. To me, this was the first thing that I've seen that just resembled it. Like I had to text Hill. I said, Hill, yeah. have you seen this? Like <laughs> I watched the game, and to me, the game that I watched, it could just be one game. It was an interesting game. It came down to the wire. There was legitimate football play. I'm not saying that everybody was good, but I'm saying if I was a coach and I'm looking for some gems, now, like you said, if you need an extra player, you need an extra left tackle, or somebody gets injured in your NFL season, you now have a different place that you could look to. You don't have to just look to the empty free agent pool in the NFL. You can have a different alternative that might help you when your team suffers injuries or something like that. I'm thinking about it as a developmental league that can coincide with the football league, which is why I pointed out their schedule and stuff like that. Of course, I don't think it can compete with the league because the talent is already second rate. I want them, the NFL, to, one, use this league because the league is doing things that the NFL needs to do to get better already. Um, I left out something. One thing that they're doing is there's no TV timeout. So it's like at a certain time in the game, the players aren't getting a free timeout. And what Bill Polian and Charlie Ebersol have told their advertisers are during the actual game, they'll do a lot of in-game commercials where they'll go – to picture in picture mode and do the commercial. There won't be a lot of 
leave away from the game commercials until the ending part or the back end of the game where the game has already concluded or, or we know who the outcome is. They'll start doing that, and that's where they'll sell their biggest advertisement blocks for people who want commercials. So instead of it being like a three- to four-hour game like the NFL, it's, you may be looking at 90 minutes to 125 minutes, which is much, much better for the people who are watching. So it's like a lot of the little things that they're doing business-wise, mm-hmm. safety-wise, and rule integrity-wise, I think are groundbreaking, and the NFL may want to just take note and of somebody doing it the right way or and trying. That's, and that's what I'm saying. Like They got real NFL people involved. Mm-hmm. This, this is no... This is no joke. They got real mm-hmm. credible people involved. But that's why I said just go work in conjunction. Yeah. Definitely. Work in conjunction. You can you can start sending start sending your coaches down there, your young coaches that you that you feel that's gonna be NFL yeah. head coaches down there. You can get them some experience. Mm-hmm. You can get some you can you can utilize this as a real developmental league. Mm-hmm. I, I think they could I, I really think they should do something with that. Cause yeah. I've never watched I've never watched CFL football. I will watch this football. It's ten weeks. I, last week, I think I found out who my team was. I'm going <laughs> to reserve say who my team is just yet because I got to do a little bit more research. But I'm going to watch next weekend, man. The I'm, Canadian Football League is it's decent, but it's like it's the decent. rule changes. The end zone is different. It's yeah. way bigger. They get running starts toward the line of scrimmage. It's just weird to me. It is, but it, I mean, because it's totally different from this what we're, looks what we're like utilizing. football oh, that I similar look, to, that ahead. I'm familiar for me, with. For me personally, if they can utilize this as a developmental league, they also need to work with college because I feel like you should be able, you should allow the college players to. Not have to be there for three years. I think like, they'll have to. Mm. I think they'll have to work like, with college. Like, mm. like and the NFL. College players leave before three years. Mm. Maybe, maybe do a one and done. But if you do one and done, you got to go to the AAF. Mm. I, I think you're on to something, AJ. We, we got to table and, that. And, and we have to table it. But what I, I like what you're saying because remember when I was talking about the talent pool? Because this is not like a regular talent pool. In the NFL, you have college draftees coming in as your talent pool. This time, you'll have college draftees. Or, or people who may not have even finished their eligibility in college and people who were on practice squads and maybe got cut from the league or people who had starting jobs and just didn't pan out in the league. So I think you got to work with where the players are coming from. You can't just ignore it. I think you got to work with the NFL and you got to work with college. So right. we could table it and we could talk about it yeah, later. I, I want to go full in depth on that one because that's a slippery slope for me right there. Mm-hmm. But speaking on a developmental league that I feel, you know what I'm saying, since I feel that the NFL should go head on, NBA got NBA NBA Africa starting up. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they got, I think, let me see if they got 12 teams. Oh, snap. Um, yeah, they got 12 teams in Africa. And I feel that they shouldn't just stop at Africa. I think they should go to Europe uh-huh. and get, get as many teams as they can and start yeah. utilizing – because all right, boom, we 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 draft enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Every time we watch the draft, boom, we already know the the first round. Yeah. Second round, we don't know who these foreign guys is, <laughs> and then next thing you know, they hit us with the well, he may not come for the next three yeah. or four years. Yep. So, let's stop all that, right? Did it? Let's, let's start use, watching them now. Let's let's get an NBA Africa. Let's get it in the NBA Europe, and let's because like LeVar I, Ball, if Levar Ball can set up a league in Lithuania. Like I said, NBA, 
Hill is coming up with creative ideas for y'all right now. Like, if y'all don't bring three-man weave on to consult for y'all or to build your fan base up, like, come on now. I think it's just too easy. Because I've been wanting them to utilize the actual G League more. I've been wanting that to happen. They not using the G League the correct way, man. I feel they should do that. Gatorade tried to get them to do it. And they still they still haven't because how many players do you know who just made it from the G League? Chris Middleton. That he's the only one, bro. He's the only person. Oh, and the yeah. developmental league because they just renamed it has been around for uh, mm-hmm. I want to say almost thirteen years now. Because we're not getting like the NBA product like when it, it's a it's a real drop off from the stars to the to the to the superstars to the stars to the NBA players. Like, it's a real drop-off. Like, the game that we see in a whole bunch of dudes just shoot threes that ain't got no business shooting threes. Like, we need the development, and we need to develop their fundamentals and utilize some of these leagues. Like I said, you got NBA Africa starting up. Use it. Go get go get NBA Europe. Yeah. And like I said, these dudes in the second round that you don't know when they coming over, put them on teams. Yeah. Let's get them. Let's get them. Yeah. Acquis- ac- what's the word I'm looking Acquies. for? Acquiesce. Thank you. <laughs> or custom. Yeah. Get them accustomed to the <laughs> NBA game, and let's utilize some of this developmental stuff that we got at our disposal. It's right. That's there. Great, That's they don't have like because they're because they're not college players. They don't have to go to the M- like because they're yeah, pro they players. Yeah. They, like they don't have to go to NBA Europe. That's why they are at, like like cool. Y'all got my rights, but I'm gonna stay over here. You know, kick it for well, a little bit. But what he's I it's, think what he's saying is if you make if you make it enticing enough they will want to go to nba europe more than go to some random league that we don't know about or they will want to go to nba africa rather than some is that what you're trying to say yeah, the nba got money yeah. no it's the reason why y'all putting yourself in the yeah. draft to come to the nba you ain't just trying to prove yourself and you're trying to get more way. money that's the closest way to get to that so i'm pretty sure the nba can pay these dudes the same as they getting paid in lithuania like Come on now. I'm pretty like, sure they can. And I'm pretty sure that some the owners of the African teams will want to pay them too because the better exposure for their African team is you're gonna get more Africans wanting to come play on your team. So it's, it's like it's money out here that they can they can spend. And put it on NBA TV. NBA TV and baby. YouTube. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. And see. then have the the NBA African dunk contest, and let's see. <laughs> I am not. I am not trying to see Thon Maker in a dunk contest. I'm trying to see Thon jumping over elephants, hey, giraffes, look, look, all and, that. And if it's That's, gonna be better than the dunk contest that we seen on Saturday night, who cares, bro? I just, I just want to try to get something rolling so that we can have a better option for the All Star dunk contest. Because to me. It's, it's just a far letdown from what it used to be in my childhood. I, I just feel sorry for today's youth who don't who, don't, who didn't get to live through like a, a spoiled web, like you said, a Dominique, a Jordan, or Kobe, or Vince Carter for the dunk contest. Like they're seeing, just they're seeing me and you, yeah, dunk and miss. I can go out there and miss all three of my attempts. I'm missing aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know I'm coming with that. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> Grab the net. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. We went bowling this. We went bowling this weekend. Yo, I didn't know my girl was in the PBA, bro. Bro, you said that she was Colombiana. What did you expect? Bro, this is bowling. Colombiana, bro. People who can aim 
weapons and guns can definitely get a bowling ball to go straight down the lane. Oh, I bet Diamond put a curve on the joint. Listen, she out there spinning the joint. That's involving your girl with accuracy. You should just give it up, Hill. <laughs> she got that better than you, bro. Just give it up. Yeah. Wait, she beat you, Hill? Oh, I got punished. What you, what you think he was talking about? All right. All right, at first I was chilling, right? You know how you be chilling. And then next thing you know, it, like the school was getting like a little out of hand. So she's like, yeah, I'm killing you. I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't even playing for real. I was just warming up. So, <laughs> so, so second game, boom, I come out, boom, two strikes. Yeah, okay. I ain't playing around with okay. you. Next thing you know, it, she turned up. And then. Okay, she I, went Colombiana on you. I lost again. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey man, can't never take it easy because if 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 you let her win, you never gonna hear it. So at the end of the day, you just gotta you know. But if 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 she out there like Pete Weber, oh I ain't got no words for you, dog. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I was, I I ain't let her win. Like (laughs) I was trying. We we know, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like listen, when you said Colombiana, you should have took your own advice. Like yeah, you don't. That's not a person that you challenge to. Or you you should have been on her team if y'all were doing a bowling event. You should have said it's couples. I'm with I'm with my back. But, you feel me? But then we we yep. had now we had you know girls against guys. Hey, you should so. say hey, dad, that <laughs> I'm Colombiana is on my team. You because you know they might not know people coming in the girls like oh they joking. Your shorty she out there ha ah, strikes for real <laughs> like. Yeah. You need to be on her team at the next event. Hell, I'm expecting you to be on her team, bro. If you he'll not, been trying to be hella competitive in the house, I bet. Right. He'll trying right. to be super competitive in the crib now. Because we need you in the winner's circle. Three man weave is not supposed to be on the losing end, bro. Winner's circle, bro. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm not. I am. I am very disappointed. Disappointed. That's it. I'm not, a, I'm not mad. Just disappointed. Decided. See. I know how J. Cole felt when he let Nas down. I let y'all down, bro. I hated, I hated that song. Yeah, it was, yeah he was a whole ho Like, Because you, you ain't it. let me down, Cole, but you ain't yeah. even care about that. Yeah. You worried about somebody else who ain't even probably thinking about you, man. Sorry, I'm going to drop it. I'm let Cannon down. I'm dropping some tra- <laughs> <laughs> dropping tomorrow on the Instagram. <laughs> I let Cannon <laughs> AJ on the ad list. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready. But, yo, we back uh-huh. um, next week. You know how we doing it. How we giving it up. Yep. All major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Facebook, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Three Man Weave, underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Three Man Weave, baby. We out. Hi. I'm going to take a nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blame Kev.